Hey, everybody. Another week. Another week goes by. Here we are back, just like a recurring dream. Or a nightmare, I suppose. Depends on who uh, is listening. But we hope we're a dream to all of you out there. Thanks a lot. Rick Wagner here, getting it right here on KNZZ, KGLN, a lot of other places all across your dials, uh, AM and FM. We are at 1100 and, you know, 980, 92.7, 90.1, two or three others out there and a lot of uh, other spots. And, of course, the Internet. And we can never forget the ships at sea signaling wildly across the, the great seas of the land with our show. I actually don't know if that's happening or not. I'm just hoping. But we're back. Say, how's it, uh, how's it going out there? Uh, everybody's still, uh, still free and easy and nobody in jail listening on a transistor radio or anything yet. Okay. Good. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, that seems to be where things are going. So I thought I would, I would try and find out. I had, I was looking at my notes here. I was noticing on, what was it? Thursday here. I saw an article on Breitbart. I put it up on my, on our website at, uh, the rickwagnershow.com that, uh, yeah, uh, that, uh, James uh, O'Keefe from Project Veritas, from James O'Keefe out there, does all those great videos where he gets people saying all kinds of really surprising things. Well, not surprising at all, really. We're just surprising that they say it. Oh, about you know how January sixth was a, was a big mess and overblown by one of the people, one of the reporters that been hounding it from the New York Times. I think was one of them, and uh, all these great videos and stuff. Well, of course, he's the enemy. He is an enemy of the people, and by people, we of course mean a small select group of elite knotheads that live in Washington, D.C., and a couple of coastal towns, too. And it looks as though, story I read, that the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigating Conservatives, I guess that's FBIC, isn't it, is, uh got their sights at an old James. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Apparently it has to do with, what is it, Andrea? Is that her name? I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, Biden's daughter. Remember the diary the whole diary thing that started coming up in 2021 that her, she apparently, this is a story we received and I'm beginning to question, well, it could be true. I'm just beginning to question the reinvention of it that I saw that she apparently left it, uh, when she had moved out of someplace and it was found by someone. And then that person was sort of shopping it around to various places to try and sell it, you know, so. Uh, then they raided Project Veritas, who had turned it over to the FBI, but they apparently had copies. And uh, it's a little unclear exactly what happened, but they did, did drag uh, poor James O'Keefe out in his underwear. You know, they love doing that, uh, perp-walking people, dragging outside in your underwear, taking old men out and, with uh, SWAT teams and boats full of, like, scuba divers behind their house. You know, that kind of stuff. Very necessary law enforcement action. In the meantime... If you're walking down the street, say, in New York or Los Angeles, and somebody comes up and hits you and practically kills you, or maybe does kill you, eh, no big deal. Law enforcement seems to be getting a little crazy. The things that I thought about was actual traditional law enforcement, the libs don't like it all. As a matter of fact, they want it gone. The thing that I think you have to watch the most, which is the direct governmental law enforcement agencies from the federal government, they love them now. Remember when they didn't like the FBI? Now they love them. Yes, they do. And if you say anything bad about them, you are some kind of foreign agent, possibly a Ruski, certainly someone from, well, worse than the Russians, who might be a Republican. That's what R stands for now is uh, Russian Republican, I think. The P- Putin puppet, that's another one, I think. Yeah, so they apparently, there's word out that trying to line up on him. And the, the people, and this is what I had to kind of glean from the story, was that uh, the woman that, 
ended up with the diary, was being prosecuted. It wasn't very clear on that. My impression of the law was, and granted, I mean, it's been hours since I looked at it, that if you had abandoned property, you can't steal abandoned property. If you put an old chair out at the dump and somebody comes and takes it, you don't have any more interest in that. You don't have a possessory ownership interest in that. You've abandoned it. Same thing if you leave something in a rental house for a long time and move away. The argument would be that it's been abandoned. My guess is they tried to uh, hammer that argument away so that they could accuse people of stealing the diary. And once they could say that they stole the diary, then everybody that they tried to shop it to that was involved in trying to buy it, you could probably throw some conspiracy charge at them, right? Conspiracy to receive stolen property, you know, something like that. So you just have to keep hammering away on the pretext, the underlying, create the underlying crime. And once you create the underlying crime, then everybody that's been messing around with this that had no idea that there was any kind of crime involved, now you can start throwing shade at them that there's some sort of conspirators, some sort of conspiracy, uh, colluding on this, uh, you know, accessory after the fact. It depends on the state or the feds, how they want to look at stuff. So I was a little alarmed by that, frankly. We seem to be headed towards this scary, frankly, I never thought we would get to, at least not in my lifetime, where the state has become the state, like in some dystopian novel or TV show, where it's this edifice that uh, creates everything, protects itself, and is immovable from the outside. In other words, you, you poor citizen, when there was citizenship, uh, have no effect on it, and it punishes you for questioning its behavior. I hope we're not there yet. I think we're close. I hate to be so negative, but it feels like it. We really are coming up in the last election or two to be able to do anything at all about it. You know, some of you out there may have been a little down because the media just has been going crazy. Oh, these great, the Aviator Joe is having a great week. No, he's not. Aviator Joe has been locked in some sort of test tube, first in, you know, right now in Delaware, and apparently they transported the apparatus that keeps him functioning at such a low level to that island in South Carolina that he could hide on immediately following the raid on uh, Mar-a-Lago. Do you think that was a coincidence that all of a sudden Joe and Hunter and everybody disappears from Washington right at the same time they have that search warrant executed on President Trump they go to some place he's never been before, some house that belongs to some big Democrat donor out in the middle of nowhere where you can't access him because the media hasn't been there before, so they don't really have anything in place. And then he goes to ground. You know, he's it's sort of like sort of like chasing a prairie dog. You know, he just disappears. He might pop up someplace else. Whoop, there he is. He's, hey, where's he? Oh, he's gone again. That's what they were doing. I don't think it's I don't think it's coincidence. Uh, maybe I'm getting maybe I'm getting to be conspiratorial. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's not. And his this whole idea that they had nothing, they had no idea what was going on, is ludicrous. In the first place, I don't care who you were if they were going to search a president, ex president's house, or or say if you were the president, I'd say say Trump was in there, and they're going to search Hunter's house. It was going to be a big kerfuffle. You probably would let the White House know that you were going to do it. You wouldn't want to have them involved in the planning, which I'm a little suspicious of in this situation now, especially how poorly run it was. I mean, this poorly executed operation has, you know, the Biden White House fingerprints all over it, you know, clumsy, um, 
hysterical after the fact, uh, trying to explain everything away, and then ultimately hiding. <laughs> That's the Biden way. And so, uh, you know, but he did disappear so well. But now it appears that the state is, uh, it's gotten a little scary out there. I mean, I, I think that in their heart of hearts, you know, you would never detect this unless you went on the Internet, that uh, the sort of drumbeat out there from the far left is that, and you don't have to go that far left, James Carville, you know, all these other people that the, you know, that Republicans in general and anybody that's a conservative are uh, threats to society of such a nature that really anything you do to hunt these crazy people down and whatever you do to them is kind of okay. I don't think that everybody believes that, but there's far too much of that out there. Uh, you you probably heard this uh, idiot, oh, I didn't bring his name in with me, Hanson or something. He was a, one of the, he was, let's see, national security chief or something like that. He was a four-star, I think, in the Air Force. And, uh, you know, someone else tweeted out there, this is like the Rosenbergs when they're talking about Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, right, the Rosen, that, that's right. It's like stealing the nuclear secrets and selling it to the Russians, right? morons. This uh, person who actually was a very high-ranking military officer and a um, and a high-ranking member of the security apparatus under previous administrations, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, stupid used to be bad enough. Stupid and vaguely threatening is something else. You guys got to be watched. I don't know, guys. It's uh, we got to make some changes at the ballot box. See you soon. Be right back.